good morning everyone um, i have already uh, shared the uh, story the inheritors of earth uh, by vikram mohammed peshir in your group uh, you were i think you were given time for reading that also um, uh, you might all know about bashir i don't have to talk much about bashir because he is very familiar to us through his stories which are very simple and easily understandable many of you have read uh, stories other than this um, in your childhood maybe in your schools uh, or likewise you might have read many stories uh, so i'm not going to deal with uh, the author in detail uh, yet there are certain things that has uh, that has to be uh, talked about if you have read many other stories of him you might be familiar with the uh, principles or with the themes that he has used in this in most of the uh, stories eco criticism is one of the themes uh so his life experiences compelled him to talk about the universal themes like nature preservation afforestation water conservation and all this these are uh, topics which are very relevant today and bashir has written about this but these topics uh, long back most of the stories uh, of bashir are read today uh, with much relevance because of the eco- ecological perspective bashir gives a realistic representation of the life cycle of the world the universe itself is under a cyclic process which is extremely natural and symbiotic no creature in the world is useless and they are striving at the level best to maintain the balance of the ecosystem you have uh, studied uh, the food cycle and the life cycle of many creatures in your um, biology text during like uh, when you were children in those um, science textbooks you might uh, have learned about the importance of each and every creature in that cycle if one creature goes missing the whole cycle will be destroyed and what are the pros and cons of um, having a creature in excess and uh, when one creature is in uh, less number was uh, were also discussed during those uh, science classes bashir talks like a foreteller um, like uh, like about how god has given rights equal rights to human beings and to um, trees animals birds and everything in and around us in this story uh, bashir is seen uh, as his natural self a man who understands the vastness of the universe and the solitude as a micro particle in it uh, in the universe and uh, in the world where he lives in animals he coexists with animals trees rocks birds and all these are uh, should be treated as equals that's what bashir thinks through his works bashir exalted the need of coexistence and giving equal importance to the creatures to other creatures in the world you might be very familiar with the terms nature and environment uh to uh, like um to discuss it a little more further uh, you have to understand the fact that before the 19 before 1960s the term 
nature was uh, used widely and the term environment came into uh, use only after 1960s when uh, the pollution when human beings uh, started e- exploiting earth a lot when uh, nature was considered to be apart from human beings something outside human beings nature was a term to represent something outside human beings there started the division between nature and human beings um i have like i hope you have heard about the theorist raymond williams if you have not heard about him you might be hearing more about him uh, if you are planning to do your ma uh, because he is a very famous theorist in the field of culture studies and according to him nature is a very complex term and he says that uh, there are two ways in which the term can be usually is, is usually used the first one is nature as essence the second one is nature as non human i'm not going to deal with the first meaning of the um, first way in which nature is used the second one is important here nature is non human in this sense wilderness is often understood to be the purest form of nature um nature is non human describes the collection of non human entities in the in the world this is probably the dominant way the term is used today in this view nature is perceived to be a place out there beyond the borders of the city untouched by the human hands from this perspective there may be there may still be little pockets of nature in the city parks or backyards but extend to which we will prepared will be prepared to call them nature will depend on how much they have been altered by the human presence or impact so this is what i was uh, talking about uh, in the beginning of this lecture nature means something which is untouched or which is away from the human beings so you might have heard travel or you might have uh, heard travel uh, narratives which talks about exploring the nature so here also exploring the nature um, through the word they mean that going somewhere um, so going to a place which is away from human beings which is away from uh, human existence and exploring the uh, wild nature so uh, the term nature started to be or uh, has been ha- uh, used as a term to represent um a place which is or something which is outside the human reach yani idine kurichokke parayan kaaranam ingane idayathu nature ne kurichum environment ne kurichum parayanulla kaaranam endanu vechal ee rightful inheritors of the earth ennu parna story ningal already vaayichengil ningalku manasilayittundavum idile parayunnathu muluvan bashirum bashirinte wife um oridathu poi settle cheythu jeevikkumbodhekka avade avare chuttupaadum varuna jeevigale kurichum avarku aa jeevigalodulla attitude ne kurichumana enganeyana avare ore jeevigaleyum treat cheynathu avare endana adine kurichu chindikkunathu endukondi jeevi ivada vannu ennakkeyulla reethiyilulla chindagale kurichana parayunnathu ee ore attitude il ninnu ഒട്ടും ഡിഫറെൻ്റ് അല്ല നമ്മളും എന്നാണ് നമ്മൾ നമുക്ക് മനസ്സിലാവും ആ ഒരു സ്റ്റോറി വായിക്കുമ്പോൾ നമുക്ക് നല്ലോണം മനസ്സിലാവുന്ന 
അപ്പോൾ നമ്മൾ ഓർക്കേണ്ട വേറൊരു കാര്യം എന്ന് വെച്ചാൽ ഇപ്പം മനുഷ്യർ പൊതുവെ ചിന്തിക്കുന്നതാണ് ഈ ലോകം എന്ന് പറയുന്നത് നമുക്കുള്ളതാണ് മനുഷ്യൻ ഹ്യൂമൻ സെൻറ്റേർഡാണ് ഇന്നത്തെ ലോകം എന്ന് പറയുന്നത് മനുഷ്യന് വേണ്ടിയാണ് എല്ലാവിധ എല്ലാവിധ ഡെവലപ്മെൻറ്റ്സും നടക്കുന്നത് ടെക്നോളജി ഡെവലപ്പ് ചെയ്യുന്നത് മനുഷ്യന് വേണ്ടിയാണ് ആ ടെക്നോളജി ഉപയോഗിച്ച് മനുഷ്യൻ എങ്ങനെയാണ് പ്രകൃതിയെ അതിൻ്റെ അവൻ്റെ കൈപ്പിടിയിൽ ഒതുക്കുന്നത് എന്നാണ് മനുഷ്യനിപ്പം കൂടുതൽ കൂടുതൽ റിസേർച്ച് ചെയ്തുകൊണ്ടിരിക്കുന്നത് ആ ഒരു റിസേർച്ചിൻ്റെ ഭാഗമായിട്ടാണ് അതിൻ്റെ ഒരു കോൺസിക്വൻസ് ആണ് ബേസിക്കലി നമ്മുടെ പൊല്യൂഷനും ബാക്കിയുള്ള സൈഡ് ഇഫക്ട്സും എല്ലാം തന്നെ നമ്മൾ ഈ കൊറോണ വന്ന സമയത്ത് ആദ്യ ആദ്യ സമയങ്ങളിലൊക്കെ തന്നെ പറഞ്ഞുകൊണ്ടിരുന്ന ഒരു കാര്യമായിരുന്നു അന്തരീക്ഷ മലിനീകരണം വളരെയധികം കുറഞ്ഞു എന്ന് എന്ന് പറഞ്ഞ് ഒത്തിരി ഡിസ്കഷൻസ് വരുന്നുണ്ടായിരുന്നു ഇന്ത്യയിൽ മാത്രമല്ല എല്ലായിടത്തും ലോകത്ത് എല്ലായിടത്തും വളരെ കുറഞ്ഞൊരു കാലഘട്ടമായിരുന്നു കാർബൺ എമിഷനൊക്കെ ഒത്തിരി കുറഞ്ഞൊരു കാലഘട്ടമായിരുന്നു അപ്പോൾ ഇപ്പം പിന്നെയും പഴയ രീതിയിൽ തന്നെ ആയിട്ടുണ്ട് അപ്പം നേച്ചറിന് തിരിച്ച് അതിൻ്റെ പഴയ ശുദ്ധിയിലേക്ക് വരാനുള്ളൊരവസരമാണ് നേച്ചർ ഇസ് ആക്ച്വലി ക്യുറിങ് ഇറ്റ് സെൽഫ് എന്നുള്ള രീതിയിലൊക്കെ ഡിസ്കഷൻസ് വന്നായിരുന്നു എങ്ങനെയാണ് നേച്ചർ തന്നെ തന്നെ ശുദ്ധീകരിക്കാൻ ശ്രമിക്കുന്നത് ഈ ഒരു വൈറസ് പോലും അങ്ങനെയൊരു ഒരു കാരണം ഒരു അതിനുള്ളൊരു നിമിത്തം മാത്രമാണ് അല്ലെങ്കിൽ അതിനുള്ളൊരു കാരണമാവാം നേച്ചറിനെ ശുദ്ധീകരിക്കാൻ വേണ്ടി നേച്ചർ തന്നെ ചൂസ് ചെയ്തൊരു മെത്തേഡാവാം എന്നൊക്കെയുള്ള ഡിസ്കഷൻസ് വന്നു ഇതിൻ്റെ സത്യാവസ്ഥ എന്ത് എന്നുള്ളതല്ല ഇതിനകത്തെ കാര്യം നേച്ചർ എന്ന് പറയുന്നത് എങ്ങനെയാണ് മനുഷ്യരിൽ നിന്ന് ഡിഫറെൻ്റ് ആയത് മനുഷ്യൻ നേച്ചറിലേക്ക് പണ്ടത്തെ ഒരു രീതി എന്ന് പറയുന്നത് പ്രകൃതി പ്രകൃതിയെ ആരാധിക്കുന്ന ഒരു 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 കൂട്ടം മനുഷ്യരുണ്ടായിരുന്നു പ്രകൃതി എന്ന് പറയുന്നത് വളരെ പവർഫുള്ളാണ് അതുകൊണ്ട് തന്നെ വി ഹാവ് ടു റെസ്പെക്ട് ആൻഡ് എന്താ ആരാധിക്കണം എന്ന് വിശ്വസിച്ചിരുന്ന ഒരു കൂട്ടം ആൾക്കാരുണ്ടായിരുന്നു അങ്ങനെ ഒരു കൂട്ടം ആൾക്കാരെ ആൾക്കാർ അങ്ങനെ ഒരു ബിലീഫിൽ നിന്ന് നമ്മൾ എങ്ങനെയാണ് പ്രകൃതിയെ ചൂഷണം ചെയ്യുന്ന ഒരു നിലയിലേക്ക് എത്തിയത് എന്നും നമുക്ക് ഈ ഒരു സ്റ്റോറിയിലൂടെ നമുക്ക് മനസ്സിലാവും Uh, the beginning scene of the story the inheritors of the earth is beautiful uh, bashir actually gives a description colorful description of the two acre of land where he and his family lives in the whole plot is full of various types of trees few fruit bearing trees like mango trees jackfruit uh, teak mangosteen uh, cash cashew apple trees and all these um, and there is also an, an old well which has pure water Uh, so he is happy with the uh, with the place where he lives in he also rears some cows cats and goats there for his own benefit and bashir has humorously termed them as refugees the story uh, the first line of the story goes like this when the sole ownership of a small plot of land two acres of coconut orchard was established i thought that my future was safe the old house can be repaired the family expenses can be met by selling coconuts there are jacks and mangoes wood supply wood supply enough fuel an old well would full uh, full of good water will life be ever fear free so this is a typical man who thinks about a settled life when he has a house when he has some properties when he has a wife and children uh when uh, he might be thinking that his life is settled and then uh, once he thinks that his life is settled then he thinks of other uh, he has other worries he thinks how will the lawn be spent how will the property be uh, cleared how will the um, land how will he treat uh, other people in and around his house how um, uh, like like that and also 
towards the in the second page we can see a line uh, which describes his plot the front gate is made of strong steel the two sides of the gate are guarded by blossomed bougainvillea from the gate to the front door all over the courtyard there is bright white sand a fiery dog guards the house and the plot domestic dependents gods cows fowls and cats are here i have a wife and children all depend upon coconuts for living so uh, here is a man who has a house and a property and this particular property has a gate which is uh, locked which is very strong and he has a and he has a um, dog over there uh, who guards the plot Uh, and also he has used the word domestic dependence to represent the cows ca- uh, and the other uh, living beings which are uh, who are domesticated there he had been ruling the land and had he had no complaints so far but suddenly some intruders come in uh, in the form of butterflies crows squirrels foxes hawks spiders according to bashir they were not afraid of the government axes or fences at first he was angry with them because the intrusion was not justifiable so in bashir's words it goes like this yet am i the only claimant of this small piece of global soil other other claimants who do not respect the government and well stamped title deeds how do they assert their claims upon this two acre plot so here bashir thinks that uh, even though he has the rightful um authority over this particular property there are other claimants for this land here um he talks about um the concept of ownership owning a land how can you own a land in in the present scenario to own a land you need certain documents to show that it's in your uh, it's in the property is uh, written in your name but uh, the animals and the other beings which lives there does not have any uh, documents to prove the ownership he talks about the butterflies the colorful butter- butterflies who come uh, who come to his courtyard he does not try to drive them away because they are like they don't harm anyone but he is worried about the crows they steal the food from the kitchen they have actually occupied the coconut palms to build the nests there they have also laid eggs there and the cry cries of the crows is unbearable so uh, here bashir is irritated by the um, other inheritors of the earth this is what we come to know so he talks then about kites who come to pick the chicks uh, the little small chicks are being picked uh, picked up by the kites then there are other birds also who come who target the chicks then there are mongooses uh, which hide in the bamboo woods and they also gulp down the uh, poultry jackals are also there and later he talks about uh, the cobra a snake which does not have legs no wings and to describe the presence of a cobra the appearance of a cobra he dis- uh, he uh, talks like this the dog barks and the house fowls bowl all birds are all birds howl 
Oh, what carelessness! I step right into the friend of a horrible cobra. With dignity, the cobra raises its head, spreading its hood. What can I do? How shall I handle the toxic snake? No tools, only bare hands. Man, what a creature! What a weak creature! Shall I consult my wife? Let her bring a stick. I can kill and bury the snake. But is it right? So, uh, when he finds a cobra there, he is shocked. But again, he thinks, what heck? What can he do to get rid of that cobra? He thinks that he, he is uh, now. He does not have any tools in his hand. So he thinks of calling his wife with a uh, who can come with a stick and <coughs> and later. they can kill the snake together and bury the snake but uh, he also thinks whether his activity is right so uh, he knows the fact that all the creatures are created by god and each and every creature has a purpose of its own the world demands co-living as i already uh, already said uh, talked about the food cycle so it demands co-living so he thinks whether he should follow this principle uh, he thinks that cohabitation with a snake is very difficult cohabitation with a crow or a butterfly is easier but with a snake how can he live with a snake that is what he thinks a snake is poisonous and he it can harm anyone so uh, the term cohabitation actually worries him even though he knows about the fact that they are supposed to live in harmony with each other so he says Hello snake go away from this plot of land you have no right here where shall the snake go so he thinks where will the snake go if i am shooing him away from my plot where will it actually go there are other neighboring plots but there are also owners so uh, if the snake has a right to live in this earth um, which is possessed by human being each and every part of the earth is possessed by human being so where can the snake live and later he thinks that he doesn't care about that since the snake is deadly poisonous i have to be alert walk carefully he has to keep a torch in his hand while he is walking in darkness the snake goes away withdraws somewhere and goes somewhere uh, and the dog continues to bark and from the kitchen he hears uh, his wife's inquiry the dog has barked and the birds have let out frantic chirps was there any snake yeah comrade cobra beaten it to death nothing doing it is one of the god it is one of god's creation let it live it is also an heir to the globe devil or deity mind our children they run about and play here so here the uh, wife of the other is worried about the Uh, security of her own children who might be playing around there if the snake comes to a plot to their plot it might actually bit bite the children then the other says that it is very easy to destroy a life but we can we cannot create recreate another life to which his wife says um he she does not know why the um, almighty has created poisonous creatures there are other creatures like elephants tigers lions uh, bears bison hippos like that but uh, for what what purpose are they created what is the purpose of creating all of them nobody knows we must try to live without killing others so even if we don't know or we tend to ignore the purpose of 
creating such a uh, such a creature we have to uh, live with the, with these creatures without killing them um others wife remarks that i don't know whether with regret or uh, she says that what a new idea spiders lizards chameleons and and scorpions and every are everywhere inside the house termites eat away the fences books and clothes are eaten by them rats trouble us in their own ways the electric wire to the radio is snapped by the rats crickets and ants fill this house this is the proper time to worship animals she does not believe in the fact that these animals are to be uh, kept or are to be worshiped or to be treated equally she believes that uh, earth is for human beings and if any animal or creature comes in the way of human beings they are to be killed so this is what happens uh, till page number 13 of the story in the last uh, class we would uh, we discussed about uh, how bashir's uh, wife was talking about uh, people who worship nature so this brings us uh, to the topic of worshiping nature which is uh, a part of indian philosophy so uh, indian philosophy and indian uh, religions most of indian religions religions have some connection with nature worship nature or prakriti is a primal uh, primal energy of life and it is very potent and uh, we believe that nature uh stays young forever and there are uh, many religious texts uh which uh describe or which promote the worship of nature as a result we have a culture which uh which believed or which worship agni aditya or sun uh, vayu uh and moon and uh, like that this is the culture we had and we used to um worship each and everything which was a uh, man used to worship each and everything which was powerful more, more powerful than himself so agane nammala nammada vishwasangale nature ne nature ne aaradhichirunnathu kondu thanne nature mai valare saadharnam praadichu kondunna oru jeevithamana nammada religion palakkolum പ്രോത്സാഹിപ്പിച്ചിരുന്നു അതിനൊക്കെ വിപരീതമായിട്ടുള്ള ഒരു ജീവിതമാണ് ഇന്നത്തെ കാലത്ത് മനുഷ്യൻ നയിച്ചു കൊണ്ടിരിക്കുന്നത് അതുകൊണ്ടൊക്കെ തന്നെ നേച്ചറിൽ ഒത്തിരി ഒത്തിരി പ്രോബ്ലംസ് വരുന്നു വരുന്നുണ്ട് എന്ന് നമുക്ക് ഏവർക്കും അറിയാവുന്നതാണ് ആൻഡ് ഹിയോർ ബഷീസ് വൈഫ് ഇസ് വൺ സച്ച് പേഴ്സൺ ലൈക്ക് അസ് ഹു ബിലീവ്സ് ദാറ്റ് വി ഡു നോട്ട് ഹാവ് ടു ലൈക്ക് ട്രീറ്റ് ഈക്വലി ദ ലിവിങ് ബീങ്സ് അതർ ആൻഡ് ഹ്യൂമൻ ബീങ്സ് so in the text it talks about how people worship serpents uh, and snakes are often treated as gods uh, in the indian culture uh, mouse is also a vehicle of another god and there are also human beings who adore certain other animals other than snake and mouse or mice uh, there are people who adore other animals and uh, there are also people who uh, believe that earth is the mother goddess and uh sun and moon are also gods these are uh, part of indian culture so the author also talks about monotheism and polytheism which means that uh, which monotheism means uh people who believe in one god single god and polytheism uh, is people who believe in multiple gods there are many gods uh and atheists are also there so 
uh, Indian culture is very vivid and uh, very diverse. So uh, we have a set um, set of different people with different people with different beliefs. After talking about the earth and the sun and the creation and darkness, uh, again uh, the author's author talks about his wife who comes over there and says this: squirrels and crows take away the ripe jackfruits. Jackfruits. Birds and bats eat fruits. Goa, sapota, and custard apples. It is the right thing. Without an anchor or an axis, God has maintained crows of planets that. And the, and that same God has created everything for earthly beings. Fruits, tubers, corns, grasses, flowers, water, wind, uh, heat, and light. All the animals and birds have claims upon the earth's produces. So this is the belief that the author has. Author believes that each and every uh, living being in this earth has a claim over the earth's produces, the earth's resources. And uh, to which uh, his wife asks, Do you mind if I say something? Certainly not. People like you may better remain bachelors. A man without wife and children can live in caves and meditate in silence. She thinks that uh, like, uh, the people like the author, it's better uh, for them to stay like bachelors. They don't have to think about the uh, wife or children and they can uh, live, the, uh, live a life of their own. Uh, meditating in silence and uh, to which the author says I'm ready to be in a cave if somebody like you is with me to provide food and drinks so the author thinks that they he needs somebody to provi provide him with food and drinks if so this cave our home is better than any other cave but snakes centipedes and lizards should not be allowed to encroach they have to be beaten to death so um, Again, uh, the author's wife, wife's belief is that any living thing like snake or centipede or lizard which encroaches, encroaches into their property should be beaten to death. Everybody, uh, every day we see the deeds of those who agree with you. Within a span of five centuries, men will kill and wipe out animals, birds and all living beings upon this earth. Only humans will remain. So the um, author thinks that there are uh, people who, uh, the people, the human beings activities will kill other animals and sometimes some of these animals might even be, even get extinct. There are many cases of animals which got extinct due to the human activities. We know many um, animals like that like um, which are extinct and which are uh, endangered there are many terms which represent such kind of animals you are very familiar with such uh, terms uh, because of the science books you have learned uh, so this is what the other things there might be a day when living beings uh, might be the only creatures which will remain uh, who will remain on earth Author's wife thinks that that's a better world. That will be a better world. There won't be anyone to be disturbed, uh, anyone to disturb her and her children. Uh, and the, and then she asks the author to climb up the jack tree so that they can get the ripe fruit, uh, uh, which her children and herself can have. Uh, and then author says, "Pardon me, birds. Pardon me, squirrels." Chanting so, I climbed the jack tree and brought down the ripe fruit, wife, children, and I consumed the honey sweet jackfruit. So, uh, before 
um, get um, before picking up uh, uh, the ripe fruit the other uh, begs pardon from uh, the other animals who should have actually devoured the nat- nature's resources praise to the glory of god she says don't sit in idle thought look after a landed property the welfare of the birds and animals will be looked after by the creator listen when i tried to burn the red ants which started to dig holes near the walls you stopped me now they have entered our house wooden beams of this house roof are eaten by termites we have to kill the termites and ants i won't kill anything those who trouble us should be wiped out throughout this story the author's wife believes the same she believes that those who uh, intrude should be trespassers should be prosecuted that's what her belief is and the author thinks the other way around uh, he believes that everything should be given a space of their own treat them with love they have to be embraced uh, with love that's what the author thinks that night while the author and his wife were uh, about to sleep or lying on their bed uh, a, a mosquito bites uh, the author and he thinks that it should not be beaten to death so uh, because that is uh, mosquito is also part of the world universe and uh, they have every right over Uh, the blood of animals and the human beings so he didn't beat it and the mosquito uh, flies away red fully red with blood and he started uh, the the place where he was bitten by the mosquito started itching uh, and then um, while they were lying down her uh, his own wife and children were sweating so uh, because there was no, there was no breeze and he uh, positioned the fan in such a way that they'll get they'll get more um breeze uh, breeze from the fan so uh, while the author uh, sits over uh, sits over to read her, his own his book uh, there is utter silence everywhere and he thinks that even the decals the birds everything uh, is in silence they have all gone uh, gone to sleep so nobody is there to disturb him and he thinks of the uh, of the in- creation in the nature and then Uh, he thinks of the technological developments that may and man has made uh, has made electrical lights radio uh, amplifier everything uh, and he thinks that even after having all the uh, blessings of these technologies uh, silence has a beauty of its own and uh, later while he uh, drifts off to sleep he is bitten by a centipede and he has uh, severe pain and then uh, his wife applies uh, some um, vasika uh, he uh, she applies some uh, common salt and vasika crushed vasika leaves uh, on the bitten part and then later on the uh, pain goes away but that was not the end of uh disasters in his life he says that uh, the uh, next day onwards they had another uh, problem coming up uh, where when they saw uh tender coconuts 30 almost 30 tender coconuts fallen with big holes on one side and this is what uh, will be dealt like what who are the culprits behind these uh, behind the falling of the tender coconuts will be discussed in the next class